Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Welcome to Sports Talk here on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, Charlie Long in studio. Steve Geller will be joining us at 6 o'clock. And the LSU Fighting Tigers, their seventh national championship. Bob, I remember last week... You and I, we rarely talk about sports before the show. We walking down the hall. They had just lost to Wake Forest. And you said, Mike, uh, before I say it on the air, I'm going to tell you, if they end up winning this, to go through that gauntlet in the loser's bracket and win everything, this is the greatest LSU team of all time. Well, yesterday, they proved it. Greatest LSU team of all time. Well, Mike, it's how you handle adversity. I mean, uh, you know, a lot of times this is uh, no matter what business you're in, whatever, and this is for youngsters or if you have skins on the wall, uh, not every, everything's not going to be peaches and cream. So how you handle adversity? How do you bounce back? Do you wake up every morning and say, uh, listen, there's nothing new under the sun. I always say that. Uh, like, do you rise up and say, I'm going to attack the day that's in, in, in front of me? I mean, uh, look, look at LSU, the pressure. LSU finished the season the same way it started it. Okay, what, what do you mean by that, Bobby? Okay, they were the number one team in all of college baseball to start the season. Now, you had some adversity, not necessarily number one uh, that, that in the latter part of the season. You had a little bit of slump. Wake Forest jumps to number one. But when all said and done, who's number one? The LSU freaking fighting Tigers. Uh, th- that's who's number one. And if you look at it, Mike, listen – there's a lot of expectations with LSU baseball considering the skins on the wall. We all know in the 90s, Mike, that was so magical. I don't think you'll see that again because baseball teams are better. You could skip Bourbon and LSU and Mississippi State what they established to make uh, baseball a priority. Now, a lot of teams, they're all copying that. Look how competitive it is. We all know 91, 93, 96, 97. And then you go in the 21st century, like 2000, 2009, we lost to these Florida uh, Gators. Uh, that's cool in 2017, but then no better team to beat 
than freaking Florida. Hey, how about you chump this? Hey, <laughs> the Gators ain't chumping nothing. Uh, they, they, they got humbled. They thought they were high on the hog, and they got humbled. Uh, that's why you have a series. And the better team's going to win in a series. In 2017, yeah, Florida, you were the better team in that series. You know, uh, look at the number of times LSU and Florida played. No, but not this year. They played a series, and LSU won two out of three. You know, you as a fan, you know, you're on the edge of your seat, and you're not always optimistic. And you look at it, man, how can LSU bounce back, considering that was a butt whooping in game two? And you look what had occurred, uh, and, and it's uh, the first and two final games. LSU had stranded 30 runners and had gone 0 for 6 with bases loaded in the first two final games. Like I said, the Tigers were batting 216 in the College World Series. Then the second inning happened, uh, happened yesterday. They sent 12 batters to the plate and scored six runs through, well, however you get on base, a string of walks. Timely hits, however you describe it. But, uh, look, if you look at when all said and then after missing chances to score uh, the past seven games when you had Ducks on the pond, the LSU Fighting Tigers came through over and over with runners on base. When the game could not be more meaningful, this game they batted 8 for 18 with runners in scoring position, 12 or 28 with runners on and how about, you know, this is a great lesson. I know we tape stuff and you show your kids or your grandkids and, and you want to say things aren't going to work out your way. How about the, um, uh, the California carpetbagger, uh, uh, Thompson? Jordan uh, Thompson. Yeah. Uh, coming to LSU. I mean, uh, look, the day before he had two errors. The day before, we ready to run him out of town. He's one for 30. He struck out. First time, then all of a sudden he's facing an 0-2 count against the starting left-hander. Who's a major league top draft pick? Cagliano Thompson uh, got it a ball through left field, allowing uh, Dugas to score. Mike, that's like a movie. That is truly a movie with the LSU Fine Tigers did. And you want to talk about game after game after game. You played eight games in 10 days. So to me, just by playing eight games in 10 days, no, you are truly the champion. Because that's a, a, you know, it's not like, oh, you get to rest and all that. Eight games in 10 days. But you know what I love more than anything? And that's why if you got any Florida fans, fans that live in the Florida panhandle or they love the Florida Gators and they might want to do the Gator chomp in your face, uh, well, they can maybe do that with one arm now uh, because they got humbled. Paul Skeens didn't even freaking pitch. Paul Skeens, they won a three-game zero series Without him even throwing a pitch. What? Uh, Mike, now, you know you know how humiliating this is for Florida? It's like Paul Skeens, uh, I saw an SEC Network, they interviewed him. Oh, well, uh, they were going to probably put me in the game if they got within five or six runs. Well, they weren't even near five or six runs, so Paul Skeens didn't even have to participate in the best two out of three against the Florida Gators. No, it, it, Mike, it, it was unbelievable. They had so many heroes in the game. And, Mike, I said this. I don't know if we saved stuff. You could check the tape. At the beginning of the baseball season, I said the key's going to be one of the keys. And I said, maybe I rode the wrong horse. Thatcher Hurd from UCLA. I said, I'm telling you, the key's going to be not Paul Skeens, 
is going to be Thatcher Hurd and his development. Mike, Thatcher Hurd tossed five hitless innings after allowing a home run in the first. Uh, Mike, now think about that. I was like, oh, no, that's going to be a short hook. He's about getting ready to get pulled. I mean, who can honestly say, oh, we're all right. We got him right where we want him. All <laughs> yeah. of a sudden, it's through the zero. I would not say though, say so. But Thatcher heard Mike, after he gave up that, uh, they, didn't get awesome. a, they didn't get a hit on him. Uh, and, and he's going to end up being a, a major league uh, pitcher. But, no, no, to me, I still think, considering the adversity and expectations, this is the greatest baseball championship in LSU history. I'm not talking about a dark horse like Ole Miss, what they did last year. I'm talking about the LSU program and all what they established. And living up to those expectations, but being preseason number one, and not just going to Omaha, because you know how we say Omaha or bus? Well, no, it turned into not only Omaha or bus, we got to win the damn thing. And guess what? They won the freaking championship. They won it. It wasn't given to them to come out of the loser's bracket. Mike, uh, that, 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 that doesn't happen. To come out the loser's bracket and handle that adversity that they did. Uh, no, I, I mean, boy, I got choked up. I'm thinking of my dad. I know my dad's in the grave right now cheering uh, like gold tigers and, and because it, it was truly a monumental win if you're an LSU Tiger fan. And, Mike, you, you look because you saw the best of the best. You're going to see him play in Major League Baseball like Alex Bregman. And you look at all the LSU greats that play Major League Baseball but how about like Dylan Cruz? Stepping up also in the biggest moment, uh, living up to expectations. I mean, uh, he finishes the night four for six, one RBI. Then you look at uh, Tommy Tanks, uh, Joe Bear, and then Thompson. Uh, each had three RBIs. Why did Joe Bear win four for seventh LSU? And then Tommy Cruz. I mean, uh, you look at J- Jalen Cruz, what he's able to do. Mike, uh, he reached when he reached base in 75 consecutive games that dates back to June 3rd, 2022. That if you watch an LSU baseball game and if you were going to bet, and I think what are the odds would that would be? Okay, if you'd have said, I'm telling you what, June 3rd, 2022, that Dylan Cruz from now on is going to be on base 75 straight games. Well, that's what happened. That's no, what happened. No, he's a stud player. Uh, Bob, I think the MVP, though, uh, when you look at it all across because of how it turned out, we didn't know how good this pitching staff would be. Nobody knew when Paul Skeens hit here, he would be this good. What Wes Johnson has done to develop these pitchers throughout the course of the season, we had Jay on every week, and he was like, guys, we close. We close to piecing this together, and at the most crucial time, it came together pitching-wise well, well, wait, for Mike, LSU. That's why I'm telling you, look forward to SEC baseball play. I think the Georgia Bulldogs will be relevant because of him. Uh, no, Wes can coach. Uh, and that was a lot of people, oh, Wes Johnson, well, he ain't developing nothing at LSU. Uh, well, he's a big part well, of them winning fan, that's the, the fan, national that's championship. That's a fan like you yeah, and me. Uh, uh, come on. Come on. Uh, some fans, do you think— I think you know most more baseball 
than these cats? Come on, come on. Well, what are you talking about? We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this break. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shop overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. A little after 435, we'll have on Ricardo LeConte from WWL Television. He was in Omaha to cover the World Series. Bob, okay, second year, Kim Mulkey. And I think even Kim would admit that th- that was surprising to her that they would win it all in year two. But you won it, okay? You well, won well, it in well, year well, two. Well, Mike, think about this. That's why LSU fan, uh, no, you got to keep up with the Joneses and the transfer portal, name, image, and likeness. Has it not worked for LSU? Look at Kim Mulkey. Uh, uh, well, where did she come from? University of Maryland? Uh, the, the stud? Uh, uh, Angel Reese. Yeah. Well, then did she come from Maryland? Look at a baseball program. No, we didn't embrace this and take advantage of that going forward, which I think LSU will. And that's what's going to make LSU baseball recruiting as big a topic as football recruiting. Because now... And, and I feel bad for the high school kids and some of the no, top yeah, ones. Yeah. But some of the other guys, you know, you're going to have to take a step back because I'm going to go with the proven guy over the young 8-, 17-year-old. Well, and if you're a young 17-, 18-year-old, you're coming out of high school, uh, let's say uh, my LSU is my dream and, I, and LSU maybe doesn't want me right now, where uh, go to some school where you could play and succeed at a high level, uh, then the Tigers will come to knocking. And they might say, okay, what about you coming here? Then, you know, name, image, and likeness, that all comes about. But, Mike, it just proves in the pudding. For the second time in three months, think of that short time span, a national championship trophy is heading uh, to BR, to and Baton Bobby, Rouge. It's never happened where you've won a women's basketball championship well, and a baseball championship. No, the first Same time year. first time, time we ever even won a women's championship. Look, Kim Mulkey, LSU's women's basketball team, first championship in the program history three months ago, uh, doing so in, in year two on the job. Uh, Jay Johnson also in his second year. Now a little bit of pressure on LSU football and Coach Kelly. I don't know. It could be magical. It's his second year, right? 
Uh, don't we got have a lot of pieces in place, though, Bob? Mike, and, don't, and don't we have uh, arguably, uh, if not the best SEC quarterback? It's in the conversation, and Jane Daniels, right? And you got four of your five starting offensive linemen, your starting tight end, Malik Neighbors, all returning on offense. More question marks maybe in the secondary because they haven't played together. Right. A bunch of transfer portal guys like Denver Harris from A&M or Chestnut from Syracuse. Got the kid from Ohio State. So now that's well, going to be the question Well, mark. before we got the uh, true expanded playoffs, you're going to have the Final Four. That's why it's imperative for LSU to get in that Final Four this year. I think they have a great opportunity, and that's why that game against Florida State and Orlando is going to be so important. <laughs> Mike, that's a playoff game before the playoffs started. I agree. Start Because you know how the expectations also where Florida State's at? Uh, I mean, uh, Mike, uh, I'm telling you, Tiger fans, once you're a champion uh, and, and a number of sports, uh, you want to continue the process. The only uh, team I could say, not track and field, men and women, we're always relevant. And track and field. You look at gymnastics. The one sport we're not relevant right now is men's basketball. That, that that's the no, only Matt, thing. That, and I think Matt's the right coach, but boy, he's got some building to do. To yeah, catch yeah, yeah. Up. But Man, but that but Mike, you. any other sport? Uh, no, LSU uh, is in the competition, uh, or you know, in the conversation. I should say that they are relevant. Uh, if you look at what occurred between, you know, what do you consider a major sport? And you consider now women's basketball. It's like football. I think women's basketball, because of the attendance around the country and WNBA, has taken precedence over track and field. Because track and field, more from an international perspective, if you're a pro, you go to Europe. So I would say it'd be uh, football, men and women's basketball, and then baseball. So if you look along those lines, what LSU just uh, accomplished. That was just the fourth time it ever happened in four major sports. When you look, uh, like I said, uh, women's basketball, uh, men's basketball, football, baseball. Uh, you know what's really – this is crazy about, like, uh, UConn. The only other schools to accomplish defeat – Yes, <laughs> UConn's men and women's basketball did it in two, three, uh, 2004. Now, this is, this is a big feather in their cap. The Florida Gators, who we just whooped. Their football, men's, and basketball team did it in 06 and 07. UConn's men and women's did it in 2013 and 14. But what have you done for me lately? What have you done for me lately is the LSU fighting Tigers. That's the university that's relevant right now two decades into the 21st century. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870. And Ricardo LeConte, who just finished covering the LSU fighting Tigers championship season and World Series games out in Omaha. We'll be right back with Ricardo right after this break. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. 
Medela, the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter, and Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. We're back here on Sports Talk on the Big 870. Mike to tell you along with the Cajun Cannon, Bobby Bear, And on our Oakland Hard Jewelers talk and text line, we have with us Ricardo LeConte from WWL Television, Channel 4 here in New Orleans. Ricardo was there for the World Series. Uh, I know Brooke was there for a little while. And then Ricardo took over because it was a long stay. But Ricardo, thanks for being with us. I'm sure you, you're heading back. But, man, what was the feeling? Because it almost seemed like a home field adventure advantage for LSU. All you looked at in that stands, it was nothing but purple and gold. Well, you hear the chants, right, Ricardo? And it was loud. It was loud. I don't know if Florida, (laughs) does Florida even have a chant? Oh, uh, Charlie, tell Ricardo this chant you were doing. I love it. Oh, no, it was something that, it was after, I think, the 2019 Florida game at LSU where they were doing the, it sucks to be a Florida Gator. Gator Instead of saying it's great. To be a Florida Gator, yeah, the, the Charlie. I said, Charlie, I love that. I'm gonna steal that from you. I said, it sucks we knew to that. be a Florida Gator. Yeah, it sucks to be a Florida Gator. Sorry, Ricardo, go ahead. No, no, no. It, it's great because being a Florida State grad, we have different variations of that cheer. Some that I can't say over the air, <laughs> but uh, yeah, uh, no, it was it was seriously like Baton Rouge North. Um, it felt like it was Alec Box Stadium because I would say, I, I would venture to say there's probably about 90 to 95% like LSU fans. I mean, they invaded Omaha and everywhere you went when you're around the stadium, if you went to any of the bars, any of the restaurants, it was just LSU. And it's funny, when you talk to the Omaha people there, they love it when LSU is there because they know that they're going to fill out their bars and their restaurants. And spend and money. They, <laughs> it, it is and spend money, and it is like a big boost to their economy. They love it. And they're like, man, I wish we had LSU here every year. I mean, it's, it's been a while. It's been since 2017 since they've been there. So they were like, man, like, I'm glad LSU's back here. We've we, we got some people spending some, some money in here. But it was, it, I mean, from the chants, from the, the yelling, every time LSU made a big play, it, was, it, it came across, it probably came across the same way on TV. It, was, it felt like a home game. It was even louder in that, in, in that ballpark. When, when LSU was doing everything right. Now, uh, you know, Ricardo, we were always like, and, and LSU fans, uh, I'd say sometimes uh, they're educated about LSU baseball, but whenever they challenge the coach, I'm like, uh, they, they listen, uh, Coach Johnson forgot more baseball than you know. Uh, you you got to slow your roll there. But the one thing, and I think it was a, a fair uh, critique, uh, was the LSU bullpen. Because we've seen at times that all of a sudden they're not number one, and uh, we, listen, uh, Paul Skeens can walk on water. He's like a messiah. But then you look after that, even Thatcher Hurd. And I said, boy, can That's Thatcher Hurd. shaky moments there with Can Hanny turn it around uh, to be that guy you can count on? Then all of a sudden, uh, how about Ty Floyd? <laughs> what? I mean, uh, Ricardo, I'm looking at this. Ty Floyd delivered the best start of his life, to say the least. He had a career-high 17 strikeouts over eight innings. Time for the second most in a single game in the uh, College World Series. Giving him uh, 27 strikeouts and two two starts here. He came out uh, touching 98 miles per hour. The adrenaline's flowing. 
His velocity always held around 95. So, uh, look, uh, Floyd had pitched deep into his first three NCAA tournament games this season. So I'd say overall that you look at the bullpen and they were peaking at the right time because it was always yeah. Paul Skeens this, Paul Skeens that. But you look at the whole staff, and primarily I look at Hurd and Ty Floyd, then I can go on and on. And then like what Riley Cooper was able to yes. get to you. I mean, uh, and Gidry. Look, look at Gidry. He looks like he's uh, soaking wet, one hundred seventy <laughs> pounds. And, and then you you look at Raleigh Cooper. I mean, he looks like T Bob on the mound or something. No, he looks more like me. Oh, yeah, T Bob yeah. Slim. Yeah, yeah, T Bob Slim. <laughs> yeah, but but no, it, it was unbelievable, Ricardo. To me, uh, the magic, and you always got to trust uh, pitcher development. And where are they at? Not necessarily to start the season, but to finish it. That that that. That was I mean, the key. That, that, that was the key to me, uh, why LSU's uh, NCAA champs. 100%. And, and it was a fair criticism. That, or, you know, like that was the worry because we already knew that LSU's lineup was elite with all the bats they had there. But the big question always is, can LSU's pitching hold up when you get to Omaha? And it helped that LSU hosted a super and super regional. And Jay Johnson mentioned this. Any SEC ballpark is pretty much a launching pad. Like, like you can hit and score, and LSU could score runs at such a high clip that if the pitching is off on a particular night, especially in the SEC, they can make up for it with the offense. When you get to Omaha, that's a bigger ballpark, and it has and the way teams win, the formula to win there is you're not slugging the ball out of that ballpark. You've got to have power pitching. You've got to have dominant pitching in order to win a championship. And LSU needed that part of that to kind of step up, and we hadn't seen that really that much. Or maybe you know, when you're facing those SEC lineups, like your bat, your your pitchers are going to get hit. I mean, there's no question because they've got elite hitters in the SEC. So those guys in that run, like you had Ty Floyd, as you mentioned, 27 strikeouts in the College World Series. He led you know the entire field with it, it, in that category. Then you get like surprise starts. You have like a Nate Ackenhausen who comes in and. And, and throws, you know, six shutout innings in, a, in an elimination game to, to move on. You're getting guys like that who are contributing. You're getting Thatcher Hurd who's getting, you know, the biggest start in a game three, and, and after a rough first inning, he comes down and, and shuts down. You, it, you needed those kind of guys to step up in order to win a championship, and certainly LSU got that, and that's the biggest reason. That, that's 100% the reason why, you know, LSU was celebrating last night. You know, and uh, Ricardo, you you look at it. Um, you know whether you t- talk about uh, runners in scoring position or, or ducks on the pond, and we would get frustrated. Whether man, God, we got the bases loaded, uh, we didn't take advantage of this, or you had runners in scoring position, and you look at guys that are left on. They're stranded, thirty runners, uh, zero for six uh, with the bases loaded. In the first two final games, uh, we were batting 216, but then all of a sudden it all came together when it counted. I mean, I, and yeah. we always remember what have you done for me lately. And to, to me, the, the, that was key, that uh, that how can you finish scenarios uh, when you're playing that if you have runners in scoring position, can you pounce on your opponent? It might not always work out, uh, but it just shows you the better team won because we're able to do that in the final game. Yeah, the first two games in that finals, LSU left 30 runners on base. So they had so many situations. And I even go back to game two. Before that thing got out of hand, they had an opportunity 
to really blow the game open in the first three innings. They got the bases loaded in each of those innings, but they did push across a single run. And you just felt like, man, like when are they going to finally break through? And, and they needed to do that in game three where they, if they had the opportunity, they needed to come through and, and push across some runs. And, and when they fought in that second inning, you felt like, okay, like, like finally they, they in the biggest game, they decided, hey, you know what, we're going to finally come through and get some clutch hits, push a couple of runs across the board, and that put the pressure on Florida to, you know, like now you're now you're playing catch up, and and it kind of like reverses like reverse the roles of what happened in game two, but yeah, definitely when you come up with those clutch hits in those situations, LSU hadn't done it really well in those first two games, but in game three certainly they did, that. And, and that's and that is a yeah. big key why why they won. Ricardo, I think about it, the defining play here, and if you can capsulize it, Trey Morgan's pitch to Malazzo. On the, on the, on the squeeze bunt. On the squeeze bunt, and Malazzo makes the tag. And to think about, if that play doesn't happen, you, you we're not talking about no national championship well, the here. The thing is, you playing like 1-0 feels like 10-0, cause considering who was pitching. You had two dominant major league pitchers, and one run is unbelievable considering for Trey Morgan to come up. It was almost like he was running the option in football. He probably didn't even play football, Brother Martin, but he's like coming for the pitch, and he throws it to the catcher, and then you get him Because that was only one way he could get that ball to him Right, no, no, at that point. You got to charge it. And catch it, you got to flip it right quick. And Malazzo makes the tag. Make, makes the and tag. So I think when you look back at that's it, that's what team of that, destiny. That's when this shows. Sometimes there's a player two that really defines that team. That's one of them. Yeah. No. And that. And and you're right because that was such a huge play because you've got Schemes and Louder pitching lights out. So right. really, you get one run, it feels like a, a eight run lead, right? Right. So. And, and, and when they talked about that play, and, and Jay Johnson talked about that play with, with Trey Morgan, he's making, like, this is an instinct play, and it's kind of like, all right, so they kind of practice it, but he's got to have that, that instinct because he's rushing in, and if, that, if he doesn't make that catch, there's no one on first either. Like, this is, like, he's out of position completely to make that play and do that flip. So it's like one motion where you're, you're, you're catching it, you're flipping it, and everything kind of has to go right. And, and to execute it like they did, that was the play that saved, you know, I would say that saved LSU's chances in that game. Eventually they went on to win it. But, but yeah, that, that was one of the big, biggest plays. If they look back, we look at the championship DVT of, like, things that happened uh, LSU season when they go, you know, recap the College World Series, that play is, is, is one of those big plays. Now, uh, you know, Ricardo, when you look at uh, history, now this is uh, – you're young. Uh, you're young enough, I should say – so you can look at, like, whenever you win a championship, uh, you can reflect back, uh, going back to Skip Bertman and all, 91, 93, 96, 97, 2000, 2009. But considering they were coming out uh, of the loser's bracket, I mean, uh, and, and the adversity and who you're playing, wouldn't you say that this is, in the conversation for sure, one of the greatest LSU baseball championships ever? I mean, it's not the first time it's happened. Uh, I think it might have happened in 2009. i, I got to look back in my notes. Uh, but but it's happened before we come out the loser's bracket. Uh, but, but, but other than that, I, I mean, to me, like I told Mike, 
I said, ah, if they win this championship, they would have well earned it. Because okay. of who you had to beat, Tennessee, Wake Forest, Florida. And, and, and you consider their pitching staffs overall were better than your pitching staffs, <laughs> how the season progressed. I mean. Yeah, yeah, I think, I think it is, it's very impressive. And, and I thought that bracket two of that side, when you mentioned Tennessee and they had to play Wake Forest, um, it, you know, like that side of the bracket was, was really tough. And remember, like, Wake was the number one team in the country heading into the NCAA tournament. I know LSU occupied it for most of the year, but the Demon Deacons were number one, and they were supposed to be the complete team. So, so to beat them and then Florida, who is like your prototypical SEC team, like if you took a mirror and you just like put it with LSU and Florida, like you couldn't tell the difference. If you swap jerseys, they look like the same team. Right. Um, like they, they had a tough road to get there. And, and, and I think, you know, if you're looking at the previous six champions championships and looking at some of the teams in the makeup and you look at the makeup of this team, I, I really like the makeup of this team in terms of all the upperclassmen, all the guys who are three year, four year, five year guys who stuck around, like a Kate Beloso, like a Gavin Dugas. Um, you have talented guys like Trey Morgan. Then you look at the guys who are eventually going to be in the major leagues, like like Dylan Cruz is going to be a top three, top five pick. Paul Skeen's the best pitcher in college baseball. Like the makeup of that team, it, right. it, it, it's, it goes down as probably one of the better or one of the best college baseball teams you've probably seen. And when we look back five, ten years from now, we look at Oh, look at all these guys who played in the majors. Look yeah. what they have. Look at the run they played, and especially the guys they played because they played against future major leaguers in this College World Series. It, it is it's very it's well, not only an impressive run, but it has to be one of the best LSU teams probably ever. Well, without a doubt. No it, question. It, 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 let me tell you, Ricardo, I look at like I'm a Todd Walker fan, okay? I love Todd Walker, uh, what he accomplished. Uh, you see him on the SEC Network. And he's probably the greatest positional player ever in LSU history until Dylan Cruz got here. Uh, okay, uh, th- that's why. Okay, if you just weigh everything. And look at Ben McDonald, uh, 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 how, how okay. he is. He's ben looked McDonald as the greatest pitcher. And then, and then Paul Skeens. So it's like on the 1 and 1A, but it's like almost up. How can you not acknowledge Paul Skeens and Dylan Cruz? Even as great as uh, uh, Todd Walker and, Paul, uh, and McDonald was. I mean, right? Is that right, Mike? I mean, come on. I agree with you, Ricardo. Thanks so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. And Bud, we waiting for the early Super Bowl in college football. LSU, Florida State. Listen, you got to leave that FSU back home. Come on, you know where you at. Well, 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 uh, well, 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 I was going to say, you guys are coming to Orlando. You're coming. You're coming to the Sunshine State. So you know, it's it's. No, it's a playoff game before the playoff starts, Ricardo. I truly believe it. <laughs> I believe it. Thank you, Ricardo. Appreciate it. But Thanks for is, all the work. Hey, Ricardo, this is a good mojo. And, Mike, I'm telling you, the LSU Tigers in football and the Saints will have success because what happened yesterday, last night. I'm Thank, telling you. I, I hope know. so. No, Thank I, you, Ricardo. Appreciate I, I'm, it. That's what I think. I'm, I'm positive mojo. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this break. We're finishing up here in our number one on sports talk on the Big 870. Thank Ricardo LeConte from uh, WWL TV Channel 4. He's driving back from uh, Omaha, and want to thank him for spending some time with us at 520. 
We're going to have Ben McDonald from the ESPN SEC Network, former LSU great, and uh, he'll be on with us to talk about it. A guy that kind of spilled that sweat and blood and tears for the Tigers, and then he got to see it from the booth last night. We'll be back with more sports talk here on the Big 870 right after this news break. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile Essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary.